0: Welcome to Families for Life, a podcast of Oak Hill Baptist Church. On today's episode, we're talking about goals. Welcome back, everyone. I am Brian Gocher, as you probably have figured out there's only one Brian today. Brian Van Doren has left Evansville. He's left our church. He's gone to take a church down in Texas. He is a senior pastor down there. And so we may hear from Brian from time to time, but he's got a lot on his plate right now. And so we, this is one of the first solo episodes that I've been doing, you know, uh, that we're doing today. The uh, podcast might get some some visitors or some co-hosts as we go forward. That's my goal and I'd really like to see us do a new series. We've got some ideas for that coming up. But in the meantime you might get a few solo episodes from me, Pastor Brian Gocher and I'm excited to be here today to talk to you about goals. So you know the you know the drill, you can subscribe you can please leave us a review. That helps people find the podcast. Email us your feedback, f4l at okillbc.org. That's the letter F, the number four, the letter L at okilbc.org. So, you know, we're in New Year's. This is 2023, and everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. Did you make one? Well, if you did, did you already break it? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, if you made a resolution and you broke it, you're not alone. According to a website, uh, insideoutmastery.com, 43% fail before February. Okay, 43% of people that make a resolution fail before February. 23% quit within the first week of January, and only 9% of people keep their resolutions. So a lot of people make resolutions and a lot of people break resolutions. In fact, the second Friday of the month by a running app was nicknamed Quitter's Day. So we've just had that. The second Friday of the month was just recently last week. And so that was Quitter's Day. So a lot of people might have quit on that day. But why do people quit their resolutions? Well, I know That uh, people cite that they've lost motivation, maybe they are too busy, other things come up and they they think, you know, with best intentions, they set this resolution and life kind of just happens. I know that's happened to me. Maybe a shift in priorities, uh, something changes in their life. Uh, Some other reasons, you know, even like apathy or laziness can creep in. But that's why people quit their resolutions. When, um, you know, it was interesting to me when I was looking this up, I thought, what are the top resolutions? What are people making these resolutions? And then what are they giving up on? What are they breaking? Well, at the top of the list was exercise more, eat healthier, or lose weight. Those are the top resolutions that everyone, that a lot of people make. Uh, Another one is save money. People want to make that a a resolution. They want to pursue a career ambition, uh, here's a popular one. they want to spend less time on social media. That's a big one. Uh, some people want to take up a new hobby. Uh, they also cited cut down on drinking, spend more time with family, do charity work, give up smoking. all of these are the top resolutions that people make. what about for Christians? You know I've heard that there these were you know more everyday resolutions, but what about a spiritual resolution? I've heard of people, doing uh, Bible reading plans. They say, hey, I want to read through the Bible in a year. I want to do this Bible study or something like that. Uh, they want to get regular at church. They want to be a regular attender, go every, try to go every week uh, or do a regular devotion, get up in the morning, have a regular prayer time, something like that. Or they want to sin less or try to get rid of a sin in their life. Those are some of the resolutions that I hear from uh, Christians. But, you know, even Christians struggle to keep their resolutions. And this makes me wonder, are resolutions bad? Are they something that we should be making or not making? Because we can't keep them. You know, I I think what happens is we we make a resolution and then we stumble. And when we kind of falter, maybe we want to have a regular devotion. And then we... We miss a day or a couple days or a week. We equate that with failure and then we just quit or we want to eat better and then we mess up and we have a, somebody has a party. You go to the party, you eat crazy and then you think you failed and you give up. And I think that's what, you know, that can happen with any one of our resolutions. And I think that's one of the reasons why we, we give up is because we, we, we have these little stumbles along the way and then we fail. We don't have a long-term view of these goals. Most of our uh, goals are not short-term, but we view them in short-term. We want to have these goals, and we want to change and, and, and completely transform our lives in a matter of days or weeks, and that you just can't do that. We don't realize that to accomplish these resolutions or to accomplish these goals, we need to create healthy habits that we can sustain sustained. You know, I like the new year because there is this idea of a fresh start. There's something about the new year that just gives you kind of new energy. You know, you, you, you've reflected on all that God has brought you through in the last year, and then you have this sort of this fresh start. And I think it's okay to have a, a fresh start because that helps us to make, want to make changes. Sometimes we need a, a wake-up call that uh, kicks us back to, to start a change. You know, I know you know, I'm going through life, and if I get to go to a pastor's conference or something like that occasionally, it helps me to take myself outside of my regular world and helps me to think fresh and give me that fresh start of things I need to change. So the new year can be kind of like that. And you know, as Christians, we should be familiar with the importance of a fresh start. The Bible speaks about a fresh start in Jesus, Right? how we can be made new and clean by the power of the gospel. And so it's important to recognize, and it's also important for Christians to realize that God calls us not to an endless cycle of sin and sorrow and forgiveness, only to start over again, right? A lot of times we get in this cycle, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but we get in this cycle where we we mess up, we, we're we sorry, we seek forgiveness, and then time passes and we hit that cycle again. but we are called to holiness. We're called to, uh, again, make godly habits a priority. So we know we get a fresh start in the gospel, but it's not that we keep having these over and over and over again. We're called to holiness, and, and God wants to see us uh, institute these these godly habits to reach these goals in our lives so we can be godly people that love the Lord and, and live for him and do all the things he wants us to do. So how do we change our habits? How do we achieve our goals? Well, I've got a list here of things, you know, in my life, I have worked to, you know, do some of these things, put these things into practice. And at various times in my life over various things, because I'll be honest, I have also struggled where I've made, you know, these, these resolutions, or I've set a goal, or I've, you know, Planted the flag in the ground and said, "No more. I'm going to change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." And you try to bite off these very large chunks, and you never, um, you never get there because you you fail. And I have, you know, I've been very open about my own health journey for the last couple of years in, a, in an effort to get healthy. And I've created some really great habits in my life, and the Lord has helped me to achieve all of these things by keeping these habits and sustaining these habits to where I have been able to be in some of the the best health that I've ever been in, in my life. I'm over 40 now. And, you know, I'm in better shape than I've ever been when I was in my 20s or 30s. And that's only because the Lord has helped me create some sustainable habits in my life. And so this is not uh, in every area of my life. I wish it was, and I'm working towards that. And I'm praying that God would help me in in different areas of my life, but at least in this one area, I can definitely see that I've been able to accomplish some of my goals and get to where I want to be. So hopefully, these things that I've experienced and some of these uh, <clears throat> these ways to achieve goals will help you as well. The first thing you need to do is to set an obtainable set obtainable goals. Okay you know, we need to make sure that as we look at our goals, it's okay for it to be a big goal. It's okay for it to be something that, you know, is beyond you and you need the Lord's help to achieve, but you need to make sure that it's realistic. So you're thinking about saving money, for instance, you know, you're not going to say, well, this year I'm going to pay off my house and you owe uh, you know, several hundreds of thousands of dollars or something on your house, or this year I'm going to save a million dollars. Well, you don't make a million dollars, so it's going to be hard to save that much. You know, things like that. We've got to set really uh, obtainable goals, things that we can reach. It can be a stretch. Again, it can be something that stretches you and grows you. Uh, you know, it, you know, you're going to lose weight. You know, what's your what's your goal there? you know, got to understand when I set these goals, they're going to be long term. You can't just say hey, I'm going to try to lose uh, 60 pounds in a month. That's not healthy, first of all, and that's not realistic. It's going to take you 6 to 12 months to get that to get to that goal. So as you set these attainable goals, you know this is kind of a long-term view. This is a far out. You say, this is where I want to get. And really, folks, we've got to make sure that we keep these things in our focus. One of the things that separates people that reach their goals and people that don't is people get distracted they, they move away from their goals, or they forget about them, or they, they put them on the back burner. These things have to be in front of us the whole time. We've got to make them a priority. If you want to have a resolution where you spend more time with God, then that's got to be a priority. If you say, I want to I be in the Word five days a week, every week this year. You know, that would be a great uh, goal for, for creating a, a devotion. Well, you've got to know that that's a long-term goal. You're not going to reach that goal till the end of the year. So that's got to be in front of you. You've got to have the perseverance and the fortitude to reach these goals. And I'll tell you, when, when I was on beginning my journey, one of the things I did was commit these goals to prayer. And I think that's really important. I think Christians, we miss out on the fact that we've got to be very prayerful about these goals, everything, whether it's trying to lose weight or, or a spiritual goal for us, whether it's a spiritual or we deem it as a non-spiritual goal. We've got to set these things before the Lord. Ask him to help us. He will help us and give us the, what we need to reach these goals. And so make these things a matter of prayer as you set them, as you put them before you and, and you know, this is what I'm reaching for. This is what I'm going for. And then to get there, you've got to number two, make steps to achieve these goals. So it's got to be steps of, of how you're going to get there or to to create these healthy habits. You know, I like the um, I, I just recently heard something online, a fitness coach was talking about a uh, person he knew that wanted to create a healthy habit of going to the gym, getting healthier, losing weight. Uh, and he went to the gym for the first eight weeks just for a few minutes. He went to the gym for five minutes, did an exercise and left. Now, obviously you look at that and you're like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't do anything. That's not, that's not helping him, uh, get healthier. Well, what he's doing is establishing a habit. He's making small changes, small steps to, to start a habit in his life. And so he knows that if he goes to the gym, uh, Certain number of days a week, three days a week, or every day, whatever his his thing was, for five minutes. Then it's going to create a habit for him where he's going to have to get up in the morning, go to the gym, get ready, go there, uh, do an exercise, come back, go home, clean up, go to work. And so he's creating this habit. Now, as he as he gets there, he can't just stay at five minutes. But the point is for him to create a habit in his life with this small step. You can do this with anything. With If you're trying to have a regular devotion time, a regular prayer time, get up and instead of saying, it, I've heard I've heard Christians, I'm going to spend 30 minutes in prayer. Well, if you're doing zero prayer and you're going to try to spend 30 minutes in prayer uh, in the morning, that, that's a long time. Why don't you go for two or three minutes? Why don't you set a timer for a couple minutes and pray? And as you create that habit every day, uh, I I promise you, if you create a healthy habit of prayer in your life, it will expand on its own. It won't be something that stays at a couple minutes. As soon as that timer goes off, you're like, hey, I'm only halfway through the things I want to pray for, the things the Lord has put on my heart. And so you can make these steps to get to your your goal. And, and write them out. Say, step one, I didn't want to go to the gym every day. So like, It's like a mini goal. I want to go to the gym. Not every day, but I want to go to the gym three days a week or two days a week for 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 five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. Hey, I, I want to get up, do my devotion for two minutes, five minutes, every morning, whatever it is, make these steps and then begin to ramp that up as you've created those habits in your life. The the steps are to step up. To your goal? What is it going to take to achieve your overall goal? You've got to write it out. You've got to make it clear. Put it down. And then number three, become accountable. One of the biggest things that people don't do when they make a goal is become accountable. I can't tell you, uh, when I started going to the, the gym and I wanted to be there three days a week, <clears throat> there were gym partners that I've had throughout the the course of the last couple of years, three three people, I think. And uh, it it really helped because there were mornings, I'll be honest, when you get up, your alarm goes off early in the morning, and you're like, man, I do not want to get up. But I know that my friend is going to be at the gym. I know he's going to be there, so I've got to get up. I've got to get there because he's going to be there. And, uh, I had a gym partner that was so faithful. I mean, he was, he was there every time. And I just wished one time he would text me and say, Hey, I'm not going to be there this morning, but that never happened. He was so faithful. He was always there. And so it was, uh, it was definitely something that helped me to, to meet my goal was to become accountable, to have that accountability. This can be anything in your life. If you're trying to have a spiritual goal, maybe you're trying to, um, get rid of a sin in your life, or there's something that's. That's plaguing you. You need you need accountability. You need somebody—a Christian brother for you brothers, a Christian sister for you sisters—that will help you and ask you the, the the tough questions. If you're struggling with with something, you're, you're maybe you have a, an anger problem. You're gonna meet with this person once a week, and they're gonna ask you the tough questions. Hey, did did you get angry this week? Did you did you lose your cool? How did you handle the stressful situations, the difficult things of life? Accountability is so important, and Christians, we miss this. We miss this. We've got to become accountable in our lives uh, to meet our goals, but to do things for the Lord, to to live for him, and to uh, accomplish all that he wants us to do. Accountability is a really, really good thing. So that's number three, become accountable. Number four, accept that you will stumble. Accept that you will stumble. But here's the thing. You will only fail if you quit. Accept that you will stumble, but you'll only fail if you quit. Folks, we've got to make sure that we understand the difference between stumbling and failure. Mike Ditka, the coach of the Chicago Bears, the 85 Bears, has a famous quote. He says, you're never a loser until you quit trying. And I love that quote. I wrote it down in a post that I have it in my office because this reminds me that as long as we keep trying, we're, we're not a failure. As long as we are, are you know, when we stumble in one of these goals, we talked about this a, a little while ago, whatever our goal is, we, we miss the devotion, we, we eat bad, we, we miss the gym. If we let that become, you know, who we are, then yeah, we have failed. We are a quitter. But if we just see that as, hey, you know what? I messed up. I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Let's let's get back at it the next day or whenever the next scheduled time you have. We've got to make sure that we don't equate just a stumble with complete and utter failure. We are imperfect people that are going to make mistakes we are going to struggle. And I think that uh, in in all of the, you know, there's this balance where the Lord is calling us to holiness. He's calling us to pursue him. He's calling us to do the right thing. But there's also understanding when we do stumble, there is forgiveness, there is help. Uh, the Lord is with us through all of those situations. And so don't just say, hey, I failed, I messed up. That's the end of it. That's the end. No, just because you... In the in the overall trying to get to your goal, mess up, start fresh, keep going to create those healthy habits. Number five, you got to mark your progress. This was so important to me when I was on my health journey, and and progress for me was not just uh, you know weight loss. That that wasn't my goal. My goal was to get healthier. That meant to be stronger. That meant, yes, to lose weight, but also to create healthy habits, to eat better, um, to make sure that I knew, uh, I learned so much. I learned about exercise. I learned about food. I'm still learning, but I wanted to do that so I could um, change my habits. But in that process, I marked my progress. I made sure to have, hey, what are these little goals along the way? How can I mark my progress? Maybe you're saying, hey, I want to read through the Bible. You make it through, hey, I'm going to make it through the first 30 days. Then I'm going to go to 60 days. Then I'm going to go to 90 days. You know, you kind of go through and you say, break your overall goal into little goals to get to what your overall goal is going to be. You got to mark your progress. You have to track it somehow. This is going to encourage you in it because as you see, you know some like i said these goals take a long time to get there and so you're you're thinking wow this is going to take me 12 months to get to my goal right how can you mark that progress along the way that's going to be very important because then that will help you with number 6 number 6 is to celebrate victory celebrate yes the little victories along the way and then make sure that you celebrate the big victory These things feel so good in our lives. When you reach a goal, even a a mini goal within your overall goal, it just feels so amazing that you've accomplished something, this sense of accomplishment, hey, I can do it, I did it, and that's what we need. We need to celebrate those victories. We need to find ways to um, celebrate with our loved ones. We can find ways to reward ourselves, you know, make sure that the reward is uh, appropriate to what you're trying to do don't say hey i'm on a health journey so if i reach this goal then i'm going to go eat a big cake or something you know don't don't make that uh your uh you know you, you don't want to uh uh you know keep keep having this uh bad relationship to food i guess that's what i'm trying to say but you got to celebrate your victory make sure you uh you do that that's going to be important you know that's that's how you're going to reach your goals, set obtainable goals, make steps to achieve them, become accountable, accept that you will stumble, but you only fail if you quit, mark your progress, and you celebrate victory. And so I really think that anyone, whatever your goal is, you can reach your goal, you can get to whatever your say New Year's resolution, I know we're a couple weeks into January. So you may have already said man I'm I'm not going to do that goal I'm not going to make it I'm not going to get there but listen just be January 1st is just a date it doesn't actually really matter you can start today you can start today and say hey here's the goal so what I want you to do is to what is what is the goal you're making for this year for 2023 write it down make it very clear in your mind write it down then begin to pray over it then take time to write down your steps. Find that accountability partner. If you do these things, you will be able to reach your goal. It's so important that we make goals. I believe in them. I believe that we need to grow and change as people. We're, people are never static. I'm not the same person that I was even two years ago, five years ago. The Lord keeps changing and growing, and that's good. It's good for me to grow and change in uh, my spiritual nature, in my, my, my mental, my uh, physical. It's good to grow and to change in all of these areas. So think about what the Lord is leading you to. Make that goal and then make that change to, uh, you know, to, that you can get to. So I hope this has been helpful. I I know this is a little bit shorter episode. You're probably thinking, wow, that's a really good thing. It's a good thing. It's a shorter episode. (laughs) But when it's just me talking, I think that probably shortens it up because there's not two people here sharing their opinion. But I hope these episodes will be helpful as we move into the new year. And like I said, we're working on a series I'm very excited about and got some other uh, guests that will be coming on real soon. So... Um, I guess that's all we got for today and we'll see you next time.